This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Fury, yes. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch. Episode 142, Leroy Fury cast. What's up, everybody? What's up, listeners? What's up, all, uh, all two of y'all, all two of my listeners, Leroy Fury Cast, episode 142. What's up? Let me hit some lights. Let me get some lights on. Get some lights up in here. I'm watching Bad Times at the El Royale. Watching a John Hamm movie. After this, I might watch The Town, another John Hamm movie. After that, I might watch Baby Driver, another John Hamm movie. Because John Hamm is in season five of Fargo premiering on the 21st of November and that's a good show Fargo's dope Fargo's a great show best show of all time I once tweeted I said Shark I said Fargo is the greatest television series I've ever seen in my entire life it got 20 retweets and 80 likes so if a hundred people agree with me then I'm right Fargo is the best show ever best television series I've ever seen in my life shout out to Fargo Shout out to Noah, what Noah Wild was his name? Noah Wildly, Wildly Wilder. What's the guy that made this? Shout out to the Cohen brothers first of all, but the Fargo creator Noah. Noah, what's his name? Ah, Nikki Swango. Noah Hawley. Shout out to Noah Hawley. He's an author. He's a director and a film producer. Yeah. Noah Hawley has been offered the world. But Fargo keeps calling. It's a great show, man. He did a book called Before the Fall and a book called Anthem. And Fargo and The Good Father and A Conspiracy of Tall Men, The Punch, Other People's Weddings, whole lot of things. Yeah, he did. He touched Legion a little bit. He did something with Legion. He directed Lucy in the Sky. Still haven't watched that. Kind of don't want to. Uh, did he get offered Alien as well? Noah Hawley? Talented dude. Talented dude. Oh shit, he is set to create a new television based on the Aliens film franchise. A new television series. 56 years old, Noah Hawley. Got a wife, two kids. His mother's name is Louise Armstrong. (laughs) And he wrote a movie called The Alibi. He wrote on Bones, wrote on The Unusuals, and executive, executive produced The Unusuals, wrote and executive produced on My Generation, Directed, wrote, and executive, executively, executively produced Legion. I never finished Legion. I didn't even get to Professor X, the young Professor X. But anyway, Fargo, the best show, is coming out soon. I'm releasing this on Monday the 19th. No, Monday the 20th. So wait a minute. Yeah, Monday the 20th, 24th. Today is Saturday. Tomorrow the 19th. 20th is Monday. And the day after that will be Tuesday. I'm thinking it's Wednesday. I'm tripping. Anyway, I watched the Power Book 4 Force finale. Uh, <laughs> Tommy needs to stop falling in love with women. He's too dangerous to be having women in his life. Maria is in so much danger around Tommy. Tommy, please leave Maria alone. She's a lovely, beautiful, brown-skinned Latina. Uh, you know I like Latinas. Black women and Puerto Rican women. They're my top. Number one is black women. Puerto Rican is like 1.5. Ain't no number two. It's black and Puerto Rican. Ain't no number two. They're my women for me. All right. 
Maybe Native American. All right, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Irene Bedard. She played Pocahontas. Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. D-Mac. Tommy's nephew, D-Mac. Way worse than Tariq. Like, everyone knows Tariq's a little shit. Tariq's a little piece of garbage, drug dealer, corrupt human being, taken after his father. But, yo, D-Mac is that little motherfucker. Like, they be trying to help his little ass. He got shot in the first season. And they be trying to... They be trying to save this man. They be trying, like, D-Mac, we're going to send you to a college with horses and stuff. But, you know, them horse colleges where they... Not horse... Horse, like, camps where they take bad kids. They be doing bad stuff to them. Bad Baby talked about it. The Catch Me Outside Girl. Like, them colleges are horrible. Paris Hilton went to one of them little... I keep going to college institutions, the camps. They take your shoes, and they abuse you, and talk bad about you, and they're mean to you, and they're abusive. And they, they did stuff bad to, like, Paris Hilton and the girl that went there to her when she was at the camp. And uh, Catch Me Outside Girl went to the same kind of camp. Dr. Phil keeps sending bad kids there, and they abuse the bad kids. Yeah, man. So D-Mac on the show Power, he had this fine-ass, light-skinned girl he was talking to. Some gangsters snatched him up and sent him that way. And he, uh, <laughs> yeah, he broke out and said, I'm leaving that shit. I can't do this shit. Called his father the F word around with maggot. Cussed out his grandmother, called her the B word. I'm like, yo, Tommy got to go to this man's body. Because his father ain't going to do it. His father, Anthony Fleming's character, whatever his name is, he ain't, he ain't like, yeah, he, he, he too emotional. He, he want to be a drug dealer. And Tommy, like, no, you're not built for it. I ain't going to let you do it. And he's still alive. That's why. Tommy saved his life. Tommy saved Chicago. Came to Chicago and literally saved his family's life. Tried to help his nephew out, but his little bad ass don't know how to act. D-Mac is the worst. That's the worst little nigga. And it's sad because he got hair like me. <laughs> he got hair like me. Here's another thing. Sexy Red. I don't have a problem with Sexy Red because she complimented men like me. She said, you know them dreadheads do it the best. You know them dreadheads do it the best? When she said, you know them dreadheads do it the best, I said, oh, she's a good person. Sexy Red's a good person. But what about the little girls that listen to her music? Those little girls have parents. Their parents should be monitoring what they listen to. When I was little, my parents monitored what I listened to. When I was five years old, my mother gave me Marshall Mathers LP. Great album. And it's Dark and Hell is Hot. Another great album. Now look at me today. Perfectly fine. <laughs> Perfectly fine. A lot of dark thoughts. Not going to act on them. Because I got music to listen to. You know? You don't see me doing the stuff I listen to. These little kids now, they listen to Sexy Red and they go twerking. They doing what they're listening to. That's terrible. You shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that. These kids is crazy nowadays. Horrible. And I don't know how you're going to save them. I can't do it. You got some good kids, you got some bad kids. You might have to let the bad kids fall by the wayside because you can't save them. You can't save them. You can't save them. And it's their parents' fault, man. They don't monitor what the kids consume. They don't monitor their diet. They eat hot Cheetos and drink soda all day. Insides probably look like a swamp. It's horrible. I don't know what you're going to do. How you going to save them? You can't. I don't. Know. You can, but I don't know who. I don't know. I ride the public transportation with them. I'm, I'm on the train with them. I'm right there with them. Like, oh, my God. These kids are different, boy. These kids are different. It's scary. Fortunately, they're not my responsibility. I can't save the neighborhood. I'm not Captain Planet. 
They can't come together bringing me and I save the planet. And don't know what you're going to do. Got to roll your own way. It's horrible. Also, kids, don't listen to me. I can't tell no kid to do nothing right and they do it right because I'm not a influencer. I'm not a millionaire rapper athlete saying, hey, do this, do that, and they listen. I'm just a regular old average Joe. I ain't got no girls around me. I ain't driving no fancy car. I don't live in a mansion. I'm just a regular dude. I'm just a black man walking. No one listen to the black man walking. That's why I never give people advice unsolicited. If they ask me, I'll tell them my opinion. Never give advice. You can't save these kids. They stealing cars, running up in stores, stealing phones, and stealing bags of chips. Like I see people saying, like these are the highest earning people of the community. They they the most college educated. They're making the most money. I saw a video of somebody stealing a bag of chips. You stealing you stealing chips? I can afford chips. I would never steal a bag of chips. You stealing chips? How you how you got a better career than me? And you're higher earner than me, but you're stealing chips. Where are your higher-earning cohorts to help you afford chips? I just went to the grocery store yesterday. I bought me some protein bars, bananas, cucumbers, and beets. $25. No chips. I bought vegetables and protein bars to keep my body right so I can be strong. You know? Jump high. Bigger, stronger, faster. Urgh. I ain't steal it, though. I thought about stealing the beets, but they were like... 75 cents. So I just bought them. Beats like this big, by the way. Beats so small. I'm going to just chop them up and mix them with something. I tried to fry some carrots, carrot strips. Because the tap of the brown said you could just have like vegan bacon, which is just thinly sliced carrot strips. Put them in the air fryer. I did it. It tastes good, but it didn't taste like bacon. So I'm just going to remain not eating meat. I'm not even going to try to eat fake meat. Beyond burgers are dumb. Shout out to Kevin Hart, but I'm not eating your Beyond Burger, dog. That's nasty. Never doing that. I watched David Fincher's new movie, The Killer. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed The Killer. A lot of you cinephiles are like, this is Fincher's worst work. I didn't like it. Shut up. The Killer is better than Mank. The Killer is better than Mank. Because Citizen Kane is garbage. Red Rum, Xanadu. Red Rum Xanadu Newspaper Company A Newspaper Company Xanadu Red Rum No Rosebud Red Rum is for Red Rum is the the shining Xanadu Red Rose Newspaper Company Xanadu Red Rosebud <laughs> Xanadu Rosebud Newspaper Company Xanadu Rosebud Newspaper Company Uh Shut up. Shut your mouth. Piss me off. Darn cinephiles. Uh, I watched the Loki season 2 finale. Before I watched the... After I watched the Marvels. Loki season 2 finale. And uh, I liked it. I liked the way it ended. Great writing. Hope we get to see more Kang and Jonathan Majors. Hopefully they don't cut them out. Hopefully they don't get rid of them. They might just get straight to the X-Men. Hope Nia DaCosta directs that. Candyman was good, number one. The Marvels was good, number one. Nia DaCosta has two number one Hollywood movies under her belt. Two number ones. And people want to say shit like, well, nothing else was out. Stop hating on black women. Stop hating. Stop hating. Two number one movies, bro. Two number one movies, dog. 
Stop hating. Stop hating. If I make a number one movie, 2021, number one movie, 2023, if I got two movies came out in the past three years, both of them were number one the week they came out, I'm successful. Nia DaCosta is successful. Stop hating on that woman. And she looked good doing it, too. Shout out to Nia DaCosta. People just be hating. People just want to hate. People just be hating, though. It's the marketing. They're just trying to say stuff. It's number one. But nothing else is out. Why y'all trying to discredit people's wins, bro? I hate that shit. I hate when motherfuckers try to discredit people's wins, bro. Like, I just won a basketball game. That's because the other team's star player had a hurt shoulder. Huh, just let me get a W. Just let me get a W. Stop being a bitch for two seconds. Let people win. Let people get the W. Stop being haters. Just let motherfuckers get the W. If somebody got a W, let them get the W, dog. Let them get the fucking W. Alright. Also, I noticed that Thor Love and Thunder, a comedian, Brandon Moore, said it. He said, you can tell why this Thor is not as good because Loki's not in it. And I said to myself, hmm, whatever. Then I watched Next Goal Wins, and I was like, yo, Taika Waititi is back. Next Goal Wins was phenomenal. Jojo Rabbit was good. Next Goal Wins was good. You know, Eagle vs. Shark was good. Boy was good. Hunt for the Wilder People was good. Where the Wild Things Are was good. Thor Ragnarok, that was his first big movie. Fucking good. Then Love and Thunder, not as good. Not as good. Love and Thunder was not as good. It's watchable. Okay. I didn't like the kids. All the kids get power. I didn't like that too much. But nonetheless, like, after Love and Thunder, he came back when Next Goal wins. Heartwarming. Funny. On the edge of your seat. Filled to the brim with joy. Just such a good movie. Like, dude. Yeah, man. Shout out to uh, Taika Waititi. He's back, bro. The, the New Zealand nigga. That's what I call him. Because they black. Over there. Over there, not over here. Over here, they're Mexican. But over there, they're black. <laughs> oh, Samoan. American Samoa. Yeah, man. Shout out to Taika Waititi. He's back, dog. Next Goal Wins is fire. I hope people go see it. I'm promoting it. Go see Next Go see Next Goal Wins. But yeah, Thor ain't really shit without Loki. Thor ain't shit without Loki. He ain't shit without Loki. He, he, we're going to need that multiverse nigga. We're going to need that multiverse Loki with the horns. Who's stuck in a tree of timelines, connecting it to keep his friends alive? We gonna need one of the variants to meet up with Thor. Thor needs to meet a Loki variant. We need a he needs a variant, <laughs> cause Thor five with Thor versus Hercules, we gonna need a Loki variant, bro. We gonna need Loki. Loki gotta be in Thor five. Find the way, writers. Kevin Feige, hire some good people, make it happen. You know. Speaking of Marvel, 2021, I paid fifteen dollars. To see Eternals. I need to be reimbursed. I still have not been reimbursed. I don't think we're going to get an Eternals 2. Harry Styles as Thanos' brother. Star Fox. The Eros God of the love. Mischief. Whatever. There's a freaking frozen statue. With his hands sticking out of the planet. No one's addressed it. Ant-Man on the Wasp Mania. Spider-Man, No Way Home, whatever, like any of the Marvel series, Hawkeye, nothing. Nobody said anything in any of these series about, hey, there's a frozen hand sticking out. No one cares about Eternals is the most meaningless, wasn't even a cash grab. It made money, but like, 
Eternals had no purpose in the future. Like, what was that movie for? I think they were trying to keep the rights to the characters. Because they want Blade to come. And that movie's in the... I enjoy Mahershala Ali. Two-time Academy Award winner. Moonlight in the Green Book. But, dude... Like, what's the... The Eternals is just all over the place. Patton Oswalt got paid. A comedian got paid. I guess that's a plus. Uh, I like looking at Gemma Chan. She's attractive. Summer Hayat got paid. Angelina Jolie got paid. <coughs> Brian Tyree Henry got in the Marvel movie. Kissing a nigga in the mouth. <laughs> oh god. Also, going to the movies is weird. I went to see two slasher movies. I saw Thanksgiving... And I saw It's a Wonderful Knife. Wonderful Knife. Eh. I own this movies, but it had a good meaning. Anti-suicide. That's cool. Thanksgiving. Eli Roth is crazy. The trampoline scene happened. Not going to spoil it, but it happens. Not the way it happened in the grindhouse, but a trampoline scene does happen. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, yeah. John Carver. I got a poster. I actually have two Eli Roth posters now. I have a Green Inferno, and I have a Thanksgiving poster. So yeah, I saw Thanksgiving, I saw It's a Wonderful Knife. The Thanksgiving horror movie is better than the Christmas horror movie. And we get a lot of Christmas horror movies. We get Black Christmas three different times. We got Krampus. Krampus was amazing. The German Santa that eats children. He eats kids. Takes their souls, put them in a bag, and kill them, or whatever. Da -da 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 -da. Back to killing. Uh, The Killer... David Fincher's movie, The Killer, and Equalizer 3 are the two closest movies we're going to get to an Asian 47 movie that's good. That's the closest we're going to get to a good Hitman movie. Equalizer 3 and The Killer. More so Equalizer 3. Because The Killer was about a guy that fucked up. Then he had to get revenge because his girl got beat up. And that was cool. He fought that big Samoan nigga in the bathroom. And he just, like, he, a piece of wood went up his tuchus. That was crazy. <laughs> like a shard of glass in his ass. A shard of wood in his ass. Which is obscene and outrageous craziness. I enjoyed it though. <sighs> I enjoyed The Killer. Equalizer 3 and The Killer. Closest we're going to get to an Asian 47 movie. Ain't no way fans are about it. But uh, I'm going to the movies. I went to see It's a Wonderful Knife. Saw a mouse in the theater. Saw the tail and the body. I went to see The Orphan, Orphan, back in 2009, Orphan, saw a mouse in the theater. I went to um, see Saw X, saw a mouse in the theater. And uh, those are the only times that I really recall seeing mice in movie theaters. And it comes to my recollection that I'm getting used to seeing rodents in movie theaters. I'm getting used, I was in New York in August, didn't see a single rodent. I came back home. Saw rodents. Saw rats in the sidewalks. I was like, yo, what's up with these rats, bro? Like, what's up with the rats, man? Like, I'm seeing rats everywhere. And I'm, I follow this dog on YouTube. His owner sent him out to kill rats and rodents. And it's crazy. Rodents are everywhere. I'm getting used to seeing rodents in movie theaters. And it's wild that rodents are only in the theaters for snacks, for convenience. For concessions, the food, the snacks, concession stand, and movie theaters thrive off people's 
purchasing of said concessions. The movie theater thrives off of concessions. They make money off of concessions, not movie tickets. And the rodents are there for the main reason that they need to stay alive. And I'm there just to see the movie, which is not really keeping them alive. So it's like, I'm there for a good reason, and I have finances that can keep them on, on top. And the rodents are there just for the reason that keeps them on top, and they have no jobs at all. No form of employment. So it's like, it's crazy, man. I put out a video of me pouring uh, some syrup into an old bottle of Aunt Jemima syrup from the new bottle when they got rid of the black woman's face. And I got 2,500 views. That's way more than any episode of this podcast ever got. YouTube loved their shorts. Shout out to YouTube for the shorts. I put out another video of me making fun of a guy hurting his back riding a bike. And they got 2,600 views. I'm like, all right, I guess uh, I'm a short guy now. I'm shorts. <laughs> I get it. Come five, seven. No, but I guess, I'm, I guess I'm gonna be a guy that makes shorts on YouTube now. That's the most traction I ever got all I've gotten in the past couple of years. I think I made a video about Game of Thrones, got eight thousand views. When Arya Stark did something really cool in the final season, no spoilers. Uh yeah, man. Speaking of women like Arya Stark doing cool things, uh any woman who has the ability to dunk a basketball should automatically get into the WNBA. This is why the WNBA isn't selling as many tickets they want to sell. This is why the WNBA is not selling as many tickets as the NBA. Y'all not getting the women that can dunk. It's women out here that can dunk basketball. It's women out here who can just fly through the sky. It's a girl on Instagram named Kangaroo Vic. She's five foot six and she works out every day on her legs because she wants to be the first woman five foot six that can dunk. If she gains the ability to dunk and the WNBA does not draft her, the WNBA made a horrible decision. If I was working in the WNBA, I would hire all of the women that can dunk. I would make basketball so cool and, the, and women's basketball so cool. Fuck the fundamentals. We want to see dunks. Candace Parker probably one of the highest paid because she could dunk. Kangaroo Vic, when she learned how to dunk, bro. WNBA is so easy. Just let the women that know how to dunk play. Now, you know what you got right now? You know what you got right now that's killing it in WNBA? I care. I can name like 15 players. I won't right now, but I can name like 15 players in the WNBA. I can name 15. Former and current players. Alright. I can name a couple of them. Angel Reese has to get drafted into the WNBA. You gotta stop playing games, man. But dude, like WNBA, I gotta draft the women that can dunk. Draft the women that can dunk, bro. You gotta draft the women that can dunk. Dude. You gotta draft the women that can dunk. You gotta make it cool. Gotta make it make it watchable, dog. Because I don't even want to watch it. I don't want to watch nobody that's not American playing. If it's not black Americans on the court playing with other people, I can't watch. I tried to watch an African basketball game. Six air balls. All men. The, the male, the men, the male. The men, the African male team. It was two different opposing teams from the continent of Africa playing. All men. Air ball, air ball. I'm like, oh, God, this is strictly a black American thing. We, I have to. This is only for us. I can only watch it if we playing. If it's the Wizards, the Pistons, the Celtics, the Heat. 
the Lakers, the Nuggets, the Thunder, the Pelicans, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Jazz, the Knicks, the Nets, the Magic, Magic, the Kings, I'll watch that, the Bucks, I'll watch, I'll watch that, by the way, Milwaukee Bucks sounds mad racist. <laughs> Not offensive races, just like uh, look at the whole a whole plethora of bucks. <laughs> Got a whole bunch of look at this big buck. Look at these bucks. Look at these uh, the Timberwolves. That's cool. Timberwolves sound cool as fuck. That's a cool ass animal. Buck. And it's not even like the term buck sounds racist because black is racist because white people started the term calling them bucks. It's y'all fault. It's racist. Y'all called motherfucking niggas bucks back in the day. It's y'all fault. I look cross eyed. Hey, you know, hey, hey, me and Shaq can come Kobe. I'm Shaq and this Kobe. Um, yeah, dude. Gotta stop this shit, man. WNBA. Draft women that can dunk, bro. Make y'all shit good. I'm telling you. If y'all draft women that can dunk, everybody like, yo, these women is dick dunking, bro. They got the lingerie football league. That's solely for men who just look and go, ooh, butt cheeks and cleavage. That's solely for that. That's the only reason. Little girl need little girl need representation, bro. As a black man, I had so much representation growing up. I had representation in real life and in movies. Learned about Dr. King. Learned about Malcolm X. They ain't tell us shit about Nat Turner, obviously. We was too young for that. I learned about him earlier, later on in life, you know. I didn't watch Candyman when I was coming up. Because I was smart. I wasn't no, like, badass kids. Badass kids always watch horror movies too early. Badass kids love horror movies. Bad kids and kids from, like, inner city homes and stuff like that, they love, like, horror movies. They watch them way too young and be traumatized when they get older. When I was a kid, everybody said Candyman was scary. He's Candyman is scary. Don't watch it. He's so scary. And I was like, nigga, I watch Power Rangers. I watch Keenan and Kel and Cousin Skeeter. Why are you watching horror movies? Because it's a, why are you watching it? You're six. Now you're traumatized because you watch Candyman. You dummy. It's not for you. You should watch a kid's show. But you want to be cool. Like, yeah, I'm six, but I watch grown-up stuff. Now you're traumatized, idiot. I didn't see Candyman until I was 21 years old on Netflix. I'm like, that's a good-ass movie. Not that scary, though. Because I'm 21 at the time. I was 21. I'm 30 now. Doing perfectly fine. No trauma. Kids my age like, yo, when I was little, I couldn't go to sleep at night. I couldn't even look in the mirror. I thought Candyman was going to kill me. Because you were six. Because your parents suck. Because your parents are horrible. When I was little, I watched Cousin Skeeter, Keenan and Kel. I watched Martin. You know, I watched, like, Living Color. I watched Mad TV. I watched stuff that adults watch. It was, like, comedies, like, Def Comedy Jam. If I was a kid watching some adult shit, it was always, like, action movies or comedies, not fucking horror movies. Horror movies scare you. And I didn't have access to, like, a thousand guns, so I wouldn't watch an action movie and shoot a bunch of people, like the Terminator or nothing. I could just watch T2 as a child. This movie's fucking cool. That guy's liquid metal. He's running like this. Hasta la vista, baby. Talk to the hands. Uh, that's part three. Rise of the Machines. But yeah, like, I didn't have that horror movie trauma that most kids had, you know. I, of course I saw Chucky too early. Scared the shit out of me. But I grew out of that. I wasn't traumatized by Chucky. I was just like, oh no, it's a doll. You know how I saw my trauma from Chucky? I didn't own any dolls. I had action figures and like stuffed animals and shit. 
Then I transitioned into video games. By the time I turned eight, I stopped playing with toys. Do I have some toys? Yeah, I got a, I got a Punisher here somewhere. Got a cousin Skeeter somewhere, but I don't play with toys and shit. It's some, it's not, it's nowhere in sight. I got a Pikachu somewhere. You know, I got some like toy shit, but like you know, kids don't even fuck with toys no more. They're like, uh, tablets, pads. Not maxi. Eee. <laughs> Too much leakage. Uh, but yeah, dude, I had a good childhood. I didn't fuck around with horror movies. If I go to the movie theater and they show a trailer for a horror movie, I cover my eyes. As a child. Now I look at the trailer because most horror movies suck. And they're not scary. I just look like this. Ah, Night Swim. It's an evil pool. Stay out of the pool. It's evil. There's a demon in the pool. The Conjuring, they're clapping their hands. The Conjuring, it's the Conjuring right here. Clapping their hands and disappearing. That's scary as shit. Watch it in broad daylight. I watched The Conjuring. I only saw the first Conjuring. I never saw The Nun. I never saw Annabelle. I never saw The Conjuring 2 or 3. The Devil Made Me Do It. No, I saw The Conjuring 1. In this room, at this time of day, with all the lights on, with the windows open. I'm like, oh, it's a really good horror movie. The devil's crazy. And then the movie went off. I said, it's a good movie. Wasn't scared. No nightmares. Watched the whole movie. Once. Never went back. Probably forgot a lot about it. I don't do that scary shit. I'm not gonna fucking scare myself. For the sake of who? Who getting paid? Who's getting paid for me being scared? The movie? I'm not paying you to scare me, bitch. I don't wanna be scared. Fucker. I don't wanna be scared. Gotta be fucked up. I'm gonna scare the shit out of these people. Yeah. I noticed that a lot of badass kids, I noticed a lot of badass kids easily get, they get scared when they watch movies as children because they're not supposed to. Like, it's designed to scare adults and you're a child. So it's definitely going to scare you. Ari Lennox. I listened to an Ari Lennox interview with Angela Yee. Love Ari Lennox, by the way. Jesus Christ, I know I'm not her type. She said she don't like ugly dudes. That's terrible. Anyway, a lot more fish in the sea. I ain't tripping. Her music's cool. I know two songs. Uh, Shea Butter Baby and Pressure. But yeah, um, oh no, wasting my time. Shout out to Ari Lennox, she's fine as fuck. That woman is crazy talented, super hot, and funny as shit. But she talked about how, um, when she was little, her mother got her a VHS copy of Miracle on 34th Street. I love me a grown woman. I know what a VHS, t VHS tape is. That's a grown woman. A VHS tape. I got one. I got VHS tapes galore. I got one right here. Hear that? I just plucked it. VHS. I got a VCR right here. That's a VCR. Anyway, um, like Greg Turkington. Hey guys, I have a movie here called uh, Oh God, Part One. George Burns, or whatever. Well, who's the old guy? Is it George Burns? Whatever. Ari Lennox was on Angela Yee talking about how her mother got her a copy of Miracle on 34th Street on VHS. And she said she was excited because Matilda had another movie. The woman that played Matilda in Miracle on 34th Street. And she said when she put the movie in, it was The Exorcist. And she watched the whole movie like, where's Matilda? And this crazy stuff happening. And then it went off. She was like, what the fuck? That was a good movie, but it was crazy. Her mother left the room. You gotta supervise your kids when they watching shit, man. You gotta make sure you know what they watching, bro. Your daughter watching Exorcist. You thought it was some regular ass kid comedy. This shit is traumatizing. But Ari Lennox is doing good now. John Tory, Rod Wave. I know two of his songs. He's a sad boy.
That nigga said. Damn, he said. Getting money, though. Shit. Also, I watched, uh, uh, speaking of fat people, uh, Tim Dillon was in Thanksgiving. Not enough of him in the movie. Not enough Tim Dillon in Thanksgiving. Good movie. Not enough Tim Dillon. Want a little more. He was very funny, though. The Boston stuff, cursing people out. Black Friday, everyone's going crazy. That was hilarious. Hold on, I got to spit. <laughs> oh, damn it, I missed. Missed the whole... Oh, right on my pants, bro. That's gross. You spit on my pants. It's nasty. It's a nasty business. It's a nasty business. Saliva, urine, liquids. Nasty business. God damn it. So I gotta got change my pants now. <clears throat> Speaking of nasty business, there are comedy clubs local to my vicinity who will book a joke thief, but not the original writer of the joke. That's like some top. That's like some like. Extreme nasty business. That's some real. That's some real nasty business shit. Like there are comedy clubs that will book the thief of the joke. They'll book the joke thief, but won't book the original writer of the joke. Like this person wrote the joke. This person's hilarious. Like we yeah, we like the joke, but they don't dress the part. They don't look like the target audience. They don't. They don't have the aesthetics. So we're gonna get someone who has the aesthetics, but isn't as funny. Yeah, we're going to get someone that stole the joke from you instead of the real writer. Not me. No one stole my joke, by the way. I'm cool. I make the most unique, weird jokes possible so no one can steal my shit. But yeah, 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 whatever. You don't look the part. You don't look young enough. You don't look skinny enough. You're not soft enough. You look a little too masculine. We're going to get someone who looks way more feminine than you and has way less funnier jokes. And we're going to book them. Or you could just bend over and kiss my ass. I love a good buck-broken black man. That's how they be. That's how they be. That's why I'd be like, I ain't gonna make it a comedy like that. I gotta get my own fan base. I gotta do this podcast. Hopefully I can get some fucking listeners. So I ain't gotta kiss ass and be all buck-broken and effeminate with these corny-ass jokes. Hey guys, I was walking my dog the other day and my dog saw a skunk. And the skunk was like, hey... Why is your dog wearing that color fur during this season? Hello, get woke, brother. And that's the punchline. That's the punchline. I was doing some online shopping and I was doing some online dating. And I said, oh my goodness, how can I be online shopping and online dating at the same time? Somebody please give me a coffee. And then they get like booked out of the wazoo. Uh, They get booked like crazy. I saw a comedian recently, not saying no names, they got on stage. Had some fairly decent jokes. It was his second time on stage. The comedian had a certain appearance that looked very pleasing to the eyes. And I said, hey, put that shit on TikTok. You'll blow up in six months. I don't know if they heard me because I stutter when I talk and I speak fast. But if they took my advice in six months, they will surpass me and get all the spots. Because that's how comedy works. Were they hilarious? No, but they had decent jokes, but a good, like look that good look gets you far that good look gets you very i'm like oh they're gonna blow up and forget all about me 
They're gonna block. It happened before. I heard I told a comedian, "Hey, yo, keep doing it. Keep showing up." That comedian blew up and gets all the spots. Gets paid crazy. All the time. I'm like, "Oh, see, it's that look." Not dissing. Not saying they unfunny, but like the level of jokes and the level of looks. The jokes here, the looks here, and like that that combination, skyrocket, blow up. Especially if you're on TikTok. Yeah, I gotta put some of this stuff on TikTok. Hopefully it works. Maybe it won't. I don't know. I just spit in my pants. I'm gonna let it like dry off. Let it cool down a bit. But yeah, I saw um Next Goal Wins. Go see that. Next Goal Wins is very good. Taika Titi is back. The whole cast, Michael Fassbender, uh Rachel House, the guy that played Young Rock on Young Rock when he was in college. I didn't know he was like six six. He's big as shit. He was in Black Adam as young Black Adam. He played Black Adam's son. That motherfucker big as shit. That's a big dude. That's a big motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga, I'm like, holy shit, he's tall, shit, he's yoked. He played Black Adam's son. He's in the movie, too. There's a lot of actors in the movie. There's people in the movie, I'm like, yo, I've seen them somewhere before. Because they, they got dark skin. And like, they look like black people. A little, like black Asians. But, yeah, uh... But yeah, go see go see uh next goal wins in theaters if you can. By the time you're watching this, a weekend will be over. Hopefully, it made at least three million. Hopefully, I don't know. Got to clean my razor. God. I'm a filthy man. <coughs> oh God. Lauren Compton. That's a red flag, sir. That's a red flag. That is a red flag, sir. I literally was listening to Angela. You talked to Ari Linus yesterday. I was taking a shower. Yes, I take showers. I took a shower last night after a long walk and going to the movies to see Thanksgiving. And I was listening to Ari Linus talk about like dating. She told me she liked to date athletes over rappers. And I said, yeah, because athletes are guys that are in physically great shape and they eat vegetables and they're healthy and rappers smoke weed and drink all day. Duh. Yeah. You go flirt with a rapper or bang an athlete. Same with me. Flo Millie? All day long. Probably a whole lot of fun. But you know who probably way better than Flamillion in bed? Shakari Richardson. <sighs> that woman, that little girl is healthy. That grown woman, that little grown woman is healthy. That little woman is healthy. Flamillion's hot as fuck, though. She's fucking gorgeous. She be dancing and stuff with her fine ass. Coyle Ray. This is the misogyny hour of the podcast. Coyle Ray's hot. Tierra Wack is hot. But Angel Reese, Skylar Diggins, like the, the athletic women, they be fucking... They got it, boy. They fucking look good. They be drinking water. They hydrated. Pussy probably smell like nothing. Open that motherfucker up and go, mmm. Make the pussy laugh like SpongeBob. <laughs> Jellyfishing. Yay, Patrick. Woo. You like Krabby Patty, don't you, Squidward? Yeah. I don't need help. You need help. I'm normal as shit. <laughs> Yay, jellyfishing, woo! Gotta fix my voice. I'm gonna do this right. I saw a cat yesterday. A cat wanted me to feed him, but I'm like, yo, I'm a vegetarian. I ain't got no cat food. I ain't got no meat on me. Ain't my fault cats are carnivores. This is my predator impersonation. This is predator. Predator, alien vs. Predator. And this is Spongebob. <laughs> Yay, jellyfishing, woo! 
Come on, Patrick, let's go jellyfishing. Mr. Krabs, I'm ready. You like Krabby Patty, don't you, Squidward? Oh, SpongeBob, you're so annoying. Oh, this is the worst day of my life. I want to go home and play the clarinet, but I'm stuck at this dead-end 9-to-5 job. Flipping Krabby Patties every day for Mr. Crab, who doesn't, <laughs> Mr. Krabs, who pays us minimum wage, and I can barely afford my mortgage in my Easter Island head and Bikini Bottom. Ah. And uh, what's Sandy Squirrel say? Hey, SpongeBob, make America great again. Make America great again, SpongeBob. The South will rise again. I'm Sandy. I'm an astronaut. Woo! <laughs> Roll Tide. Make America great again. I'm, I'm Sandy. Squirrel. Uh, Leroy Furycast, episode 142. Next goal wins. Was good. Tiger is back. Like, comment, subscribe to the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, thumb it up, rate it and review it. Yeah, do that. Peace. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. Leroy Furious. The Leroy Fury cast. This is my podcast. This is my podcast. This is my, this is my, I say what the fuck I want, bitch.